Welcome to the Wealthy Trucker Podcast. My name is Eric Neely. Joining me today is Christopher Granger. Christopher, how are you, man? I'm doing well, Eric, and my friends call me Chris, so you can call me Chris, brother. I'll do it. So, uh, Chris and I, we uh, met through a mutual friend, Jared Williams, over at, uh, oh my goodness, the name just completely escaped me. Biblical <laughs> Wealth. Uh, yeah. Biblical Wealth Solutions. There we go. And uh, yeah, Jared introduced us together because, uh, well, really of our faith and, and business stuff that we're trying to do. So uh, I'll read a quick bio here of Chris. Chris is the founder of The Lion Within Us and has a passion for serving others. He is building a community that provides Christian men encouragement to become the leaders that they are predestined to be. Chris connects with others by sharing personal stories of professional success, hurdles in- encountered, and how every circumstance is an opportunity to build the kingdom. He helps men stand firm in the faith by strengthening areas of health, wealth, and self. At home, Chris is married to a wonderful wife, Rebecca, with uh, three awesome daughters and a son on the way. So uh, welcome to the podcast, Chris. I mean, yeah, Jared definitely made the connection because uh, here on The Wealthy Trucker, I talk a lot about faith, family, fitness, and finance, and and your uh, three areas there that you talk about are health, wealth, and and self. So yeah. we're very much aligned in our beliefs, and I think it'll be a good conversation. So uh, Absolutely. I don't know, with, with, with all of that, why don't you give us a little more background of who Chris is? Yeah, well, I mean, just uh, I'm just a guy who, who loves to get out and try to help people wherever they're at. So professionally, I work in the industrial uh, sector as an engineering manager and and then transitioning to more of a marketing type role. So I've been podcasting now for two and a half years. And so I have a podcast at, at, again at my primary job and that, that podcast has been received very well just, and we're talking industry specific topics for the industrial sector. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. And then from there, you know, God, and just laid it on me. It's like, all right, now I taught you how to do this. Use it for me. And so we started the the lion within us here at the beginning of, of 2022. And we've been basically wide open, throttles wide open ever since we started. And the downloads are great. I mean, it's being received well. The feedback's been great. And we we aim to serve Christian men in, in those three areas, like you mentioned, health, wealth, and self. And um you know, some people ask me, why did you start something to serve Christian men when you live with a house full of women? I said, well, because God has a sense of humor, you know, so it's, <laughs> it's just the way it works. Right. But uh, but now we're excited, you know, for uh, for our son to join us in in, in November prayerfully. He'll be here. And uh, so it's just for me, you know, I haven't been to seminary and, you know, but I don't think you know, if I, when I look through the disciples, I don't, I'm not pretty sure none of those 12 guys went to seminary either. And they just had a, they, they were following the Lord. They were listening to him. And every day I get into, I get in the word. I try to grow a little bit closer to him. I'm very intentional about the types of stuff that, you know, comes into my life that I, so far as growing you know, spiritually. And then I just try to share it and just try to share and meet guys where they are. We have pretty real conversations, very vulnerable conversations. And uh, I think that's what's resonating with guys. I don't try to be something that I'm not. Just, just, you know, if I, if I can help them in that, that, that wealth bucket, I'll talk about that. If I can help them in their marriage, we'll talk about that. And, uh, we don't have it. I don't have it all figured out and, but nor do I claim to, 
right? So I mean, I've, I've, I have an, an episode where I talk about anxiety and how that's hit me over the years. I have an episode where I talk about where we lost one of our, our daughter uh, and, and what a quiet delivery room looks like from a man's standpoint. So I mean, I'm, I just, I don't mind talking about the real stuff in life. And I think there's so much fake out there, Eric, man. When I think when people finally hear stuff that's real, they just, they, they gravitate to it and, and, and they want it and they try to, you know, I think it just, it lifts them up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's for sure. We're living in a society full of stress and, and nonstop and, and we're so busy that we don't really have time to stop and reflect about how it's truly affecting us. I think, I know mm -hmm. I've certainly fallen, fallen victim to that many times. I've, I'm a father of five kids, four of them being daughters. And, uh, so I'm right there with you Yeah. <laughs> uh, in, a, in a house full of women and, and, uh, yeah, life can be overwhelming at times. There's no doubt about it. So having a, a men's ministry, like what you're doing with the line within us, and that that's something that, that I think every one of us needs, even though a lot of us would, would claim that we don't need it. So, yeah. So what, what, I guess, speak a little bit more about what the lion within us is. I mean, you, you have a podcast yeah. with lion within us, but you also have, Bible studies that you do. I don't know the full extent. What what all do you do within yeah. the lion within us? Yeah, I mean the, the I mean the, the hub of it all is the show for sure. Where so we we drop three times a week. So we have a it usually is an interview or a solo episode where I talk, and that's on Wednesdays. And then we're we're digging into deep topics uh, around one of those three buckets, right? Health, wealth, or self. Typically, on Mondays we we start off with a spiritual kickoff. So I usually take just a little bit of scripture and. I do a little bit of research and pray about it and, and see what God reveals to me about that. And we, and so that comes out on Mondays as a spiritual kickoff. Uh, and then Fridays, we wrap it all up with what we call our fun Friday episode, where I kind of recap the guests a little bit, uh, talk about the scripture again. And then I give some tips around health, wealth, and self, and also give a book of the week, give some dad jokes, try to, try to, you know, lighten the mood a little bit and kind of go into the weekend. So that's, that's the podcast. And then we built a, uh, a Bible study. So that's designed to where you could go through it on your own, but it's also designed where you could teach it. So it's, it's when you download the Bible study, you have the PowerPoint, you have a proctor guide, you have a participant guide. So you could literally, you know, take this Bible study uh, to a small group at your church or a Sunday school or things like that and, and go through the content, you know, and, and, and grow together. So uh, took that and turned that into a video course as well. So that's a course of maybe if you just want to just watch the videos, I'll teach it to you. So you can go through that, um, have a personal finance course and a personal finance ebook that's in process right now. We've done all the, all the recording, all the, so everything's been done. We're just in that final edit mode. So that's coming out and then coaching. So I do do coaching and I'm actually Eric's changing the name. So instead of coaching, I'm calling it mentorship because I mean, I think everybody out there is a coach. Uh, if you look around on the internet, you'll find plenty of coaches, but I, I really think that when I look at the more types of conversations I'm having with guys, it's mentorship, man. It's just trying to help them where they're at and, and, and help them get to where they want to go. So, uh, you know, the mentorship is going great. And then, you know, I try just to do regular stuff like Thursday nights, we have a virtual Bible study where we're just, it's just open and just guys come and join and we jump on zoom. We look, we talk about what's going on, but it's, it's not just a study. We, which I try to take it. Okay. How can we take God's word 
and apply something into our life for the for the upcoming week. So we make some commitments, and I think that's what guys want. They want they they want to be able to actually do something. So we'll, you know, last week we talked about wealth, and the guys had a, some commitments around wealth, and a couple of them that was basically communicating with their wife on on what the numbers are. But they left that that Bible study with, uh, you know, some scripture to understand what wealth you know, what wealth was looking at from a, from a biblical standpoint, but they also left with some, some ideas and some action items that they could apply right there this week into their, into their life. And then tonight we actually, is our, is our, is our meeting, they have to report back. So we're going to hear, we're going to hear how they actually did with holding on to some of those commitments. So it's been kind of cool on that standpoint, just to get guys actually engaged and involved in doing something. Cause I, everybody I'm talking to, the, the guys that I'm talking to, they're struggling with community. They're struggling with, with finding a group of guys that they can be real with. The church is, you know, in many cases doesn't cater to the men very well. Uh, so it's, uh, it's been received as a great, you know, ministry opportunity. And, and again, I don't, I'm not trying to replace the church. I'm trying to be a supplement to help the church. And it's uh, something guys have really resonated with. Yeah. Uh, creating any, type of community where people can hold each other accountable that's a powerful thing that's yeah that's something that uh, i've tried to be a part of as well and in, in areas outside of church but still within the christian faith and uh you absolutely need it i've I spent most of my life not doing that mm -hmm. and and now that i am purposefully doing things like that it's made a world of difference for me i mean yeah even though i never really strayed from the faith I never really had anybody, you know, they're holding me accountable or, or me watching them. You know, I never, I never had that either. So it's right. absolutely God calls us to be in community and there's a reason for it. Yeah. We need each other. So what you're doing, you're building something there. That's, that's awesome. And, and very biblical. So good on you for sticking to it. Yeah, like I, you, I can bro. see that. I can see that Thursday night thing being, being just as big as anything else you're doing so that's... i hope so so far it's been the biggest blessing i come out of those thursday night sessions with i go in it with uh, very little direction because i don't want to be very structured i want to give spirit the room to do you know what he wants to do and but i come out so far everyone i've come out just just glowing with excitement and the guys are amped up and uh it's good conversation and it's real and it's raw and uh, there's nothing fake about it. And I think that's what, that's what, uh, hopefully we can keep it that way. Yeah, that's cool. Um, well, Hey, Chris, where part of the country are you in? I'm actually uh, out of North Carolina. So, you know, right just North of Raleigh. So, you know, we can be at the beach in the morning and the mountains in the afternoon, if you want to, you know, it's kind of where we're located, but it's, uh, yeah, right here in the heart of North Carolina. Gotcha. Is that where you have been your whole life or did you no, get I was there born. recently? Yeah, we moved out here in 2012, but uh, born and raised in the southern part of Virginia, but only about, I literally live three or four miles from the North Carolina line. So when we came to, uh, when we would go to town, if you will, we'd always go to Raleigh. So uh, I feel like I've been in North Carolina my whole life, but but right there on the, the southern part of Virginia is where we born and raised. My parents still live there. Gotcha. So were you raised a Christian or is that something that you fell into later in life? Yeah, it was a little later. I mean, I, I grew up and we, you know, we didn't really go to church. We would, uh, I do remember going to some VBS events and, and doing that. Um, 
but I started going to church when I was around 16. And because uh, the girl that I started dating, she went, she went to church. So uh, I, to have extra time with her, I would go to church and that, and I fell in love with it. Just fell in love with, um, you know, everything about the, you know, there was a small Baptist church, but just the pastor, uh, his wife, they were, they, and they were older, but they had a pretty cool little youth group and got pretty involved with that group. And, uh, that's where I got saved at that little church in Nelson, Virginia. And, uh, you know, sang in the choir, all the this, this stuff. So it was, it was a really cool experience. Uh, you know, I went probably for the wrong reasons, but found the right stuff. Hey, God will, uh, grab your attention in any way. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yes. That, that's awesome. I, I'm in the high school ministry myself and well, shoot, I've got a perfect example. My, one of my daughters is currently bringing her boyfriend to church. So who mm -hmm. knows what will happen there. I, <laughs> but uh, I see it all the time where there you go. Where uh, girlfriends and boyfriends come to church because of the other. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. Um, so what, what has it, uh, as you grew up and, and you, you became you became a Christian at 16 or was it somewhere right around that ballpark or? Yeah, it was. And I mean, you know, so just kind of gave you a little rundown of it. So yeah, I, you know, definitely got saved when I was 16 and then, you know, went through high school, did the, did the youth group stuff. And then, then I went to college and that's where it drifted away. Really, quite frankly, I went to a, a secular school, uh, studying engineering and had a really great time. We, it was college was, I went and, and had fun, but definitely was, was not following the Lord. So she and I, you know, we, we kind of went our separate ways at that point. So I was a young man free and, you know, out of, out of the little town that I was born and raised in for the first time. And, uh, you know, my grades were great. I did good. I did good in school and all that, but I definitely wasn't, uh, following the Lord. And then right after, uh, graduation, just went straight to work. I mean, I've, I've basically been working since I was 15. I went from one job to another. I've never really gone without a job and, uh, just did my own thing, man. I, I, you know, and I remember thinking so many times I got this, you know, I got this and, and then got married and, you know, we had two daughters. And so, so, so started saying, well, really should start getting involved with the church. I did. So we moved to North Carolina in 2012. So my oldest daughter was born in 2010. My youngest, my middle girl was born in 2012. And then we, and that was the year we moved to North Carolina and we got in and started getting involved with the church. And then that, uh, about a year or so later, my oldest started kindergarten and that's when my wife left. And so I found myself as a, a young dad with a three and a five year old looking at me and Basically, I was raising them. You know, she was gone. So, uh, so figured it out, and the church wrapped its arms around me. And for, it was during that trial, that that time, that man, I just, I really grew in my faith. I really grew. I, I, I figured out what you know. What I can't do this. I don't got this. You know, God's. You, you got to carry me. And you know, going through a, a custody trial and things like that, and then end up having you know, pretty much full custody, you know, awarded where I'm, I'm raising 
again, three and five year old little girls. So I'm taking daddy hair classes and trying to figure out how to do this stuff. Cause these little girls, they're looking up to me like, you know, you got me right. And, and my answer was always, yeah, I got you girls. So, uh, then the Lord blessed me in 2017 and, then, uh, was able to get married and to a wonderful Proverbs 31 wife. I mean, Rebecca, she is, she's my rock and she's just helped me grow in my faith and, and, and foster that and, and encourage that. Cause she grew up in the faith. So she's a lot, a lot further along with, from a biblical knowledge standpoint than I am, but she definitely understands and supports the biblical structure of a family. So, whereas I'm the spiritual leader of the family and, and she recognizes that, but she's my full partner. We, we do everything together, but when it comes to, you know, certain decisions get to be made, she, she definitely defers and, and lets me try to take the lead and try to lead us the way that the God, that God is ultimately taking us. So it's been wonderful, you know, to have her, uh, just, just be that partner. So I've seen where marriage, you know, where, where you kind of fake it and, and like our marriage was doing okay. I really didn't see problems, but apparently there were versus where now we're really united, but we have Christ at the center of our marriage. And since we have him there, man, the blessings have been great. Of course, we have had trials and we can talk about that if you want, completely up to you. Uh, but, you know, the church, they they nominated me as a deacon. So I'm just getting ready to come off of three-year rotation as a deacon. And just from there, just been opportunities to serve and teach and teach Sunday school and teach Financial Peace University and teach my Bible study. So it's just been really cool to see the doors that God opens. But uh you know, it, it, that time drifting from him, I, I, that's definitely a regret. I wish that, you know, I would have had people like, like I'm trying to do now, kicking guys in the butt, getting them back to, you know, showing them that, you know, church is not silly. It's not, it's not a waste of time. It's, it, you know, you can definitely grow and be a strong, a strong godly man um, because Jesus was a manly man. I mean, he wasn't this little meek guy. I mean, he was out. He would, he, he yelled at a dead guy, man, and come back to life. I mean, he cleared out a temple with a whip that he made with his, you know, he had to go out and made. I mean, this, I feel like with the lion within us, that's why we talk about the lion so much because the church, we talk about the lamb of God and I get it, man, the lamb of God, we, but he was also fully lion. And, you know, that's what I try to make sure guys understand. It's like, you know, you can, you can have a righteous anger. You can get out there and be strong and do godly, do manly stuff and still follow Jesus. And that's just been what I've really been all about here lately. Yeah. No, I think that's worth, uh, worth recognizing for, for men that, uh, this is shoot. The Christian faith is not a simple thing. It's not an easy thing. I mean, mm -hmm. we're, we're called to live sacrificially and, right. and to, to serve others. There's nothing simple and easy about that. It takes, mm -hmm. it takes the strongest men I've ever met to be able to live the Christian faith out. Yes. The way that the way that we're called to. So but you said something in there about about the time where you kind of walked away and regretting it. Now mm -hmm. I can look back on my life too and see the the roller coaster ride of my faith. And and yeah, I can say I regret some of that stuff, but at the same time I I'm glad it happened, you know, mm -hmm. because because I learned a lot through those trials. Yeah. And and if I hadn't gone through them, I don't I wouldn't be the guy I am today. I would imagine sure. you can say the same thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. Is regret really the right word when, yeah, when you went through those 
when you went through those times? I mean, what, what, what do you think you learned by going through the times where you weren't with God? I mean, you, you probably recognize today where, where God was actually teaching you something. Oh yeah. I definitely learned that my way is not the right way, you know, and, and that, you know, just, just leaning on him and letting him guide me, uh, you know, it's just, there's so much more peace about it. And I still struggle with, you know, I think most guys do with control and we want to do things our way and our timing. And, you know, so, so I get really frustrated sometimes on the timing stuff, but it, you know, when I look back, yeah, regret probably isn't the right word, but it was definitely, I looked at it as opportunities where I could have been helping others where I wasn't, I was focused on me and, and, you know, that was just not the right focus. And, uh, but you're right. I mean, cause I figured, I was, I was talking all day to somebody, you know, I've gone through, uh, divorce, uh, child loss, um, extreme weight loss, but 2010, I was 330 pounds. So I, all these, you know, just different trials and, and pieces of adversity that I've, I've struggled with. And, but now I'm able to help guys who, who maybe they're there right now, you know, and, and they're trying to figure out how to, how to, how to navigate that. And because I've had, had those trials and, you know, by the grace of God, been able to come through them on the other side and, 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 and see, you know, how he, how he got me through it. I'm praying that, you know, that that's, that's just opening opportunities for, for me to pour into others. And that's what I'm looking for. You're just trying to, just trying to help guys wherever they're at. And if there's something from my past that can help them just share that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, there's so many, thousands of ways we can go with this conversation i i was just listening to a a, a sermon by alistair big just before mm -hmm. you and i started this and one of the things that that he said in there was now that i've understood the overarching purpose for my existence i can make sense of my days but until i understand the overarching purpose for my existence my days are ultimately meaningless mm -hmm. and i think you know i think you know, even as a, as a young Christian, you maybe don't understand the full impact of the decision you made. Right. You still can't fully grasp that quote that I just said there. You know, I think I've, I went through many years of my life, not really taking my Christian faith seriously. Although I would have, I'm quite confident that I was a Christian at that time. Yeah. Certainly wasn't practicing it well. But the older I've gotten and the more I've strived to search for the meaning of life and, and purpose within my own life and why in the heck am I even here, the answer is always come back to, well, God gives me that purpose. God gives me that meaning. And if I didn't have Jesus Christ in my life, yeah, yeah, ultimately my days would be meaningless. Right. So that, I don't know, that quote hit me hard today and, and what you're talking about there just kind of just reminded me of that so oh yeah well i mean the gospel i mean it, it, it's supposed to blow us back where i can't i still the gospel gets me every time i listen to a pastor all the time he talks about i mean this is a pastor who's got you know studied the hebrew studied greek and he and he keeps talking about about every month or so he'll just bring it up i still can't get over the gospel and just the grace and what he did and you know that it was for me and when you think back and you try to start trying to put your head around it, it's just, you can't, it's just, but the grace is there and, and you just, uh, we definitely don't deserve it, but, but so thankful that he did what he did for us.
Yeah. That's great. So uh, on the lion within us, where, where'd you, what, where, where'd the name come from? Uh, a lot of it was just me and my wife. We were sitting there talking about, and for some reason, she just, we were sitting there brainstorming on what we were trying to do, who we were trying to serve. And ultimately, uh, you know, where we try to try to take the, the, you know, in the future. And she was, and she, she all of a sudden said, well, what about roar? It's like, well, what roars? And she was like, and we started digging a little bit deeper. She's like, well, lions, like the lion of Judah. I'm like, bingo. And so oh, we, so once we got the lion, uh, we just started, you know, playing around with that idea. And well, we have the lion within us. I mean, it's, it's, it's there, you know, it's, it's when the Holy spirit, when you accept the Holy spirit and he comes down and uh, you know, he, you have it, you just, you got to get it out <laughs> just and, and, and start <laughs> tapping into it. So I uh, just kind of snowballed from there and, and it, it seemed to fit and we, the URL worked and we could, you know, we could get the website and all that stuff. So, you know, we were like, all right, let's do it. So that's, that's kind of how it came to be. But uh, I was just sharing before we got on the podcast, I, just last week I was at um, Move, which is a church getaway, a church camp for teenagers. Yep. And uh, one of the, well, all of the worship songs were absolutely amazing. I hadn't heard any of them before. And so it was funny. We, we had conversations with the teens the first day. We're like, well, I mean, some of those songs were cool. Kind of didn't like them because they're all new. Man, by the second day, we were crying to those songs. And <laughs> and one of them, it it talks, I don't know the name. I had to look it up. But it was the Lion of Judah. And they're roaring in there. And yep. it was a powerful and I've heard that song. song. I've heard that yeah. song, uh, like "Hailed Lion of Judah," "Hear the Lion Roar," something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah, yeah, that song is legit. My wife, she sent me that song uh, about a month or so ago, so it's on my YouTube. So every now and then, when I need a little pick me up, that one comes on. You know. Yes, I think I'll listen to it as soon as we get done with this. Yeah, uh, it it was moving. So yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'd never, I'd never cherished worship as much as I did this last week. It, uh, and songs like that and, and, and just being in the right mindset. It, yeah. Boy, it was good. Good times. That's awesome, man. So. And we need more men like you stepping up and going to events like that and, you know, being there to support the youth and the children. And, you know, that's so important. So, you know, opportunities to go serve at, at that they, they need, cause they need to see, you know, guys like yourself stepping in there and showing them what it looks like to be a godly man and teaching them. Yeah, I I couldn't agree more. I mean, it 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 changed me. I mean, it it grew me more in my faith, and and it gave me the ability to connect with the teens. Yeah, and you know, the more I do teen ministry, the more I look at it as you know, you guys are the next generation of the church. And, right. and, you know, I kind of, I, I think I said it this last week with the teens, I'm like, you know, Jesus started with 12 disciples and the Christian faith exploded into what it is today. And the right. only way it continues to grow is by passing it on to a new set of disciples. And, right. And you guys sitting in this room here today, you're the new disciples. It's time for you to learn, step up and lead. That's and, right and it's boy it's fun it's fun it's exhilarating it gives purpose and meaning to life and and uh and so what you're doing within the lion within us it's no different it's it's yes, ministering sir. to to grown men who 
who need to step up and and uh, start living out the Christian faith the way it, the way they're called to do it. And that's so, right. I appreciate you for for doing that. And uh, and yeah, it's so. I don't know what what else do you want to share as far as the line within us or, or or who Chris Granger is and 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 what's well. I mean, what's developed you into the leader you are today? Why why do you even do this? Well, I mean, I've, I've had leadership roles my whole life. So, I mean, even back to, you know, when I was working in high school, I worked at a little it's a service station. But back then, it was one of those service stations where you'd pull up and the bell would ring and we'd come out and pump your and pump your fuel and we'd clean your windshield and check the air in your tires and oil and all that stuff. And we had an oil pit. So when we did minor mechanic work and tires and things like that, and I found myself at like 17, they promoted me to a manager and I had like a, you know, a guy and a couple guys in their forties, like reporting to me, you know, it was crazy, you know? And, and so I've just always kind of found myself in leadership positions, even early at the, my, my, my primary job at, at eco, I've been in leadership. So I, I graduated in 03 from college, but, but probably 04, 05, I had my first leadership role and I, and I haven't, I haven't not been in a leadership role since. So I've always had direct reports and, understand what that looks like from you know having one direct report to you know 40 you know direct reports and um so i think gosh just always put me in those positions and i've always enjoyed it but i've always and, I, and i've come a long way from from learning how to lead others and from you know empathy and developing a higher eq and understanding where people are so i've been you know i think there's just been so many lessons learned over the years that i think god has just fortunately put me in position to learn from and to help others with. And then that's led into church and to leading at church. And then I see, quite frankly, I see where, you know, sometimes church leaders struggle and they're, 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 they're playing politics way too doggone much instead of just leaning on the gospel. And um, so I'm trying to, to find out ways where I can come along beside the church and be that supplement to help churches, you know, again, um, help their their ministers there's men's ministry and 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 whatever just their their small group you know missions are and things like that but at the end of the day man we're all called to get out there and share the gospel and to uh to help others and to serve others but it it's going to take some leaders to get up there and start changing the narrative i mean and it's in it's not popular it is not popular what we're talking about you know sharing the gospel with others world doesn't want to hear it so it takes you know it takes courage it takes you know bravery i mean it takes all the 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 fruit of the spirit within you to be able to go out and to do this with 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 boldness and to not be ashamed of the gospel and i think we just need you know more guys doing that so i feel like my leadership that that i've learned through the years in my secular job it's somewhat positioned me, if you will, to be able to come out and help guys to, to understand, okay, in this situation, when this arises, here's how you could approach it with grace, but also with truth. That's awesome. Uh, I'm glad that, uh, that God's put it on your heart to continue leading in that, that uh, arena. Your story kind of resonates with me. I, I've been in leadership roles since, yeah, since pretty much the beginning of my career outside of high school so yeah it's, uh, and yeah i can look back on it and say well this was definitely god at work teaching me how to 
to either how to lead or how not to lead. Right. <laughs> one, one or the other, right? Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's start wrapping this up. But the, okay. I, I have one thing that I want you to do and I, I didn't. Yeah. You know, for, for the listeners I have out there who may not be familiar with what the gospel is, why don't you give a quick summary of it? Absolutely. And, and I do this on our spiritual kickoffs and, it, and they're always different. So this one will be different too. Uh, you know, so wh- whenever I try to, sh- to share the gospel, I just say, look, you know, first of all, we need to understand that we're all sinners and we're, we all fall short of the glory of God. So anything now sin is anything that separates us from God and there's no work. There's no way we can overcome it. You know, we can't nice our way into heaven. You know, you can't just be a good guy and get there just by your own deeds. So how do you do it? Well, the only way to do it is through Jesus. So Jesus was, you know, sent to be born of a virgin. He came down from heaven. Uh, he was born. He walked among us. He, he performed many miracles. He had the disciples. But then at the end of it, ultimately he was crucified and they, they nailed him to the cross and he had to push up on his, his, his nail scarred feet. And when it was, when he said it is finished to tell us die, the blood ran, the blood was shed. It was shed for every one of us, right? It doesn't stop there though. He, he laid him in a tomb. Three days later, he rose and overcame death. So we're not worshiping a dead guy or a nice guy or a guy who just did these one these neat little things and 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 did these things that you know some people can't explain. No, we're worshiping the living God. So he was fully God, fully man, and then. He ascended to the heaven. He sits at the right hand of the Father, and it says no one gets to the Father except through him. So, you know, if you haven't accepted Christ in your life, it's very simple. You just need to, first of all, admit that you're a sinner. And they call it ABCs, so I just stick with that, right? You, admit, you just admit you're a sinner, that you fall short of the glory of God. And you need to believe. You got to believe that Jesus is the Son of God and that he is the only way. There are no other ways. And, again, you can't nice your way into heaven. And, and then once you have that full, and this is a heart belief, once you have a heart belief, you know, confess him as Lord. And once you confess him as Lord, as Lord of your life, at that point, he's going to send down the Holy Spirit. And then you will be having you at that point, you have the line within and you can be uh, fully assured that he's going to guide you. He's going to direct you. You have to be quiet, be still to let him speak to you. But the grace is there. And again, it's nothing we did. It's a hundred percent grace that he did that we have this path to salvation and it should really light us up to share that story of of, what that really, that reality with others, because when he comes back, if he comes back today, before we finish this podcast, you and I are good. We we put our, we put our faith in him. We know where we're going, but every day that we don't share the gospel is a missed opportunity. And when we get to heaven, you know, there's going to be a lot, of, of I can't help with that. Of course, we'll be fully rejoicing and being glory to him, but I can't help but think of who's not going to be there. And the opportunity that we have to share the gospel is, is we miss it every day with, that passes is just a missed opportunity unless we actually do something about it and, and be bold and go speak about the gospel and share it with others. And so, I mean, for me, that's just, it, it's so important. I think it, it, we, we put too much emphasis on the church. Like it's the church's job to be the only people you know, doing salvation and that's what pastors get paid to do. But that is so wrong, guys. You think that's, if that's your thinking, guys, you you got it mixed up. Yeah. I mean, the the church is there for a reason, but 
you need to lead your families. You need to be a leader at work you, and you need to, to care enough about someone else and their salvation to have an uncomfortable conversation uh, that, that you may be uncomfortable with at first, but trust me, the more you have it, the more comfortable it will become and you won't always have it right. Uh, but you'll, if you hit the, the core message down, he'll guide you the rest of the way. Absolutely. We don't grow by being comfortable. Right. We only, we, we only grow in, in times of discomfort. And you said something in there when you were talking about uh, how we're not worshiping a nice guy. And uh, that that's definitely the case. I mean, Jesus was a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. He changed, he changed how the world was treating people. You know, he, he came in there and he, he started living sacrificially. He gave women some dignity and he, gave purpose to life it goes back to that quote i said earlier about now that i've understood the overarching purpose for my existence i can make sense of my days because you actually have purpose and something to live for that's that's all because of jesus and and what he brought to us so man that's that's great i i've enjoyed our time here today i i look forward to, to attending some of your uh your your thursday night bible studies and and getting to more to know more about you at the line within us um yeah. before we go here do you have a favorite uh, a verse or or quote that you that you really like to to share yeah well i mean my life verse is out of james and you know it's it's james 1 verse 2 and it says consider it, consider it all joy my brothers when you encounter various trials knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance and guys, I would just say this. I mean, that that verse you know, he gave to me when I was literally going through a trial. But uh, you know, hard days are going to come. I mean, it's 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 and just because you accept Jesus, don't think it's going to turn into cupcakes and rainbows, and it's just going to be like this easy street. And also, don't do it for fire insurance. I mean, come on. I mean, there's a lot more important things to do, you know, with salvation than just to try to get into heaven. If you're just trying to get into heaven, you're completely missing the point. Uh, so, I mean lean into it know when when the tough times come know that he is there with you he's there when you're on the mountaintops he's down at the valleys and he's there every time everywhere in between and give him the glory you know at all times and just consider that joy because that during those trials like you said eric that's when we grow that's when we that's when we mature that's when we can 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 learn to be able to serve others and and to be able to to share the gospel and, and make a big impact on the kingdom. And I'll tell you this, he does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. So wherever you're at, the self-doubt, the, the I'm not good enough, the I don't know enough about the Bible to help people, let me tell you right now, that's from Satan. So go ahead and just rebuke that thought. Get it at your dog on head because wherever you're at, if you just accepted Christ during this podcast, you're ready right now to go share the gospel you're there he will qualify you as you go you just have to be a willing vessel willing to get out there and do what he calls you to do and my favorite pastor in the country i was able to meet him record with him and i said i was like give me some advice just as a christian man like you 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 figured this stuff out like what what do i need to do he's like bro it's simple just do whatever he tells you to do and if you just do whatever he tells you to do chris he's like that's all you got to worry about the problem is so many of us don't. So, I mean, just guys, you know, hopefully this, maybe this was a little convicting. That's good. If it is lean in and do whatever he tells you to do. Absolutely. Shoot. Uh, if, you, if you ever wanted to try to find an example of 
of somebody who's a Christian that, well, anyway, just to speak to what you're saying there, the 12 yeah. disciples, mm-hmm. they were the, the prime example of the unqualified. Yeah. I mean, right. Look the, at those guys, if you, man. If you, yeah. If you read into all 12 of them and who they were and, and where they came from, they were not well-educated. They didn't even really get along that well with each other. And that's who Jesus chose to spread the Christian faith into what it is today. So if, if they can do it, you can do it. <laughs> that's right. I mean, if a little redneck from North Carolina can have a podcast that's impacting the kingdom, I mean, come on guys. I mean, lean into it. It's right. okay. Just, it, just, just, just get out there and do it. Absolutely. So, uh, and then the last question I ask everybody. So imagine this, Chris, Yep. you are in front of a room full of teenagers that are all graduating, getting ready to head off into life start families start careers and the unthinkable happens you have their full attention what wealthy piece of advice do you leave them with be the chocolate chips in the cookie dough culture and what i mean by that is i had to do a a talk for our baccalaureate service for two young men this and i told one of the young men this is you know look we need to we're going to have to get out in the world I get it, right? We're, we're going to have to be in the world, but we don't have to be of the world. So mix in, mix in. So think about a chocolate chip cookie. You know, you have the flour, the milk, the eggs, all the stuff, the sugar, and that's all, all that stuff's blended together and you have the dough, but then you mix in the chocolate chips and you cook them. And when it comes out the oven, you can still see the chocolate chips. You can't tell what's an egg or what's flour or what's sugar, but you can still see those chocolate chips. So get in there, mix in. Mix in the world, be the light, but don't blend in. Be just be just be you, and, and be comfortable with that. And understand that as a Christian, it's tough, but those chocolate chips, they make the cookie great. So just be the chocolate chips in the cookie dough culture, and, and get out there and unleash the line with this. That that would be my my advice. That's a great illustration, man. That's great. So, uh, well, if, uh, people want to get a hold of you, get in contact with you, learn more about the lion within yep. us, where do they go? Yeah. The, uh, the lion within, and that's, uh, W I T H I N and dot us. So we call it the lion within dot us. And, uh, from there, just connect with us, join the lions. Den. that's for free. Uh, that just kind of gets you on our email list. And every time someone joins the lion's den, I send them a personalized message. Like I literally get out my phone and record a message and send it to them. So it's not like some automated thing. Like, you know, I'm really trying to be, you know, hands-on personal with every, every member that, that comes to us. Uh, maybe you want to check out the Bible study, all the resources and all that stuff's there, but yeah, the line within.us is the best way, or you can email su- support at the line within.us. You can connect with us there. So, I mean, that's, really the two best ways check out the podcast um you know because i think every week we have content scheduled now through december for every week uh through now through december so god has blessed the the the, the guest and the and the the schedule so we have some really powerful stuff coming up eric that hopefully maybe will, will serve your listeners well and that they can enjoy it some of it is wealth as it's not we're not talking wealth every episode like you are but we uh we're trying to just help guys grow um, in their walk. Perfect. Well, hey, Chris, it's been a blast getting to know you better and, and glad you shared the gospel here today. And uh, Absolutely. And so, so Pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for what you're doing. I would just pray blessings for you and your ministry, my friend. Thank you. 
So this has been the Wealthy Trucker, signing off. This is Eric Neely from the Wealthy Trucker Podcast. Let's talk about your financial wealth for a minute. Are you taking it seriously? Do you know what you're invested in? Are your investments properly diversified? Or are you completely exposed to stock market fluctuations? Considering the volatility of the stock market, now is a great time to diversify into real assets. Multifamily real estate or apartment complexes are one of the safest, most stable, reliable assets to invest in. It's why life insurance companies and the ultra-wealthy tend to have multifamily assets in their portfolios. What most people don't know is almost anyone can invest in multifamily. I started investing in multifamily several years ago. It did so well for me that I decided to scale up and buy larger properties by partnering with people just like you. Now you have the opportunity to diversify out of the stock market and start investing in real assets. Real enough that you can drive by them and see just how well they're being taken care of. The awesome thing is, you don't have to get out and pick up the trash or mow the lawn. I take care of that. So if you're ready to invest like the wealthy do, get a hold of me. Visit febroscapital.com. That's www.febroscapital.com. Schedule a conversation with me. Let's produce some financial wealth together. This is a wealthy trucker signing off.